everyone and welcome to another episode of let me just say this this is episode 12 so by now you already know what it is your girl got a couple things to get off her chest so let's go ahead and get into it so i just want to start off by thanking everyone who has been so supportive throughout this process with me and working out the kinks early on in the pod giving me that good constructive feedback giving me encouragement to keep going because sometimes when I tell you like imposter syndrome be on my ass like (laughs) imposter syndrome be like girl you can't do this or girl you know this genre this niche is oversaturated nobody's gonna care about what you have to say but so many people have come to me and, and told me how much they value my contribution to these conversations or value just getting a good laugh or good insight out of what I'm able to deliver. And that means the world to me because that's really what I'm doing this for. Like eventually, of course, I want this podcast to be uber successful. But for me, it's more just about, you know, if there's one person out there who gets something from what I'm saying, then I feel like this is purposeful. I know that this is purposeful if that's the case. So I just want to thank you guys for that. Now, I'm about to be on the ass of the naysayers though. Now I know our own minds will tell us things, but it's an entirely different thing when you are being projected upon by others. And we see this all the time on social media or in person. You might express your dream to somebody or your vision, and they might tell you, you know, it's gonna be really hard. You're going to have to work very hard. You're going to have to put in so much time and effort and work and not in the way that is encouraging. It's more so in the way of trying to sway you low key. Like, are you sure you want to do that? It's going to be difficult for you. You know, the odds of you being successful are low or, you know, and I'm sure some of them don't mean anything by this. Right. But in a very roundabout way is really throwing salt on the game. You know. A lot of people, maybe maliciously or with good intent, will sow seeds of doubt in other people. And it really is a projection of how they feel about the things that they can accomplish. I think everybody should feel like they can do anything in the world that they want to do if they set their sights on it and they work hard to get there. 100% you can do it. You have to believe in yourself, but it is difficult sometimes when you have people from all angles saying, you know, it's going to be too hard or you're not going to be as successful or there's so much competition or nobody's going to care about what you have to say. People actually say shit like that and it's negative, but it really, like I said, is a projection of how they feel about themselves. A lot of people are scared to follow their dreams. So when somebody comes and they are brave enough and they are steadfast enough and faithful enough to commit to a vision and a dream, I think it intimidates them. It scares them. I remember when I was a little girl, I wanted to be a singer so bad. So, so bad. And one day I started singing a song to my mom and no shade to my mom. Shout out to mom. I love her so much, but no shade. She told me, Naya, you can't sing. And little me who wanted to be a singer, I wanted to be Beyonce. So, but I still want to be Beyonce. 
stopped having that aspiration. Realistically, like, you know, when you're a kid and you think about things that you want to do, like when you are a child and you dream of being an astronaut, you wholeheartedly believe that you can be an astronaut. You don't start doubting yourself until somebody comes along and tells you that you can't or tries to sow seeds of doubt in you that say that it's going to be too hard or the odds are too stacked against you. And I told that story to say that, of course, as a child, I didn't have the tools to be confident enough and believe in myself enough to continue to strive towards that. But should someone come to me now and say, you know, nobody's going to listen to your music or you can't sing or you can't do this or that. If I were an artist, I would have to be strong enough and I would have to believe enough in my vision and what I can do to not allow that to affect me and not allow that to taint my dreams. When somebody comes to you and they share a dream or an aspiration with you, you should be supportive. You know, the first word shouldn't be, it's going to be so hard. Like, no, the first word's going to be like, you know what? I believe in you. And you should really believe in somebody. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference between constructive criticism and then just saying things to dissuade someone. I understand how some people say, you know, build in, in private. A lot of people do not showcase their journey. A lot of people grind in private because of fear of the evil eye or because sometimes you really do have to pop out with success. And I agree with that in a certain to a certain extent. I don't think that you should have to hide your process. I don't think that you should have to hide what you're doing to get to where you want to be because people will say negative things or there will be naysayers or people who throw salt on your game or whatever because people should support you. But the thing about support is everybody doesn't have to support you. Everybody doesn't have to buy your product. They don't have to listen to your podcast. They don't have to stream your music. They don't have to share your post. People don't have to support you. You can't really have a sense of entitlement for the people around you, not even your family sometimes, to support you in that way. Of course, it's ideal. And of course, it would be greatly appreciated. However, I think that there is more value in the people who support you because they genuinely believe in you. They support you because they really want to see you do well. They support you because they believe in the vision too. They believe that you can be successful and that's what they want for you. So when you might have people in your life who aren't supporting you, you can cleanse those people of your life. I saw a post from a rapper and she was like, I take care of my entire family and not one of them shared my, my music or my video. And she made this real long post and I just thought to myself, you know, you can't buy support. You can't, you know, expect people to always operate and support the same way that you do. You just have to be cognizant and you have to be receptive of the support that people are giving you. So everybody who is supporting me, 100%, thank you. The people who could be supporting me and aren't, that's fine. You know, I can't let that get to me because then that'll bog me down and be like, well, why aren't they supporting me? Why aren't they showing up for me? 
And I think at that point, you just have to decide how much you want to share with people and how much of yourself you want to give away to them. You really do have to be your biggest supporter. You have to believe in yourself. I don't believe in the whole manifestation mumbo jumbo. I think that is just a fancy word for you believed in yourself, so you did it. I believe that the dreams and aspirations that you have, you wholeheartedly want them and you seek them out because you're hungry for it. So you put in the work and they came to fruition. Trusting time and trusting the process is hard as fuck. It is hard. But one thing I can say, and everybody says this, I wouldn't even call it cliche. I would just call it a common truth. Consistency and dedication really go a long way. Because somebody going to feel it. Somebody going to see the vision. Somebody's going to be like, yeah, I know exactly what you're trying to do and I'm with it. Not everybody's going to get it, but the ones who get it, get it. And those are the ones you should cherish. And the support that they give you is a plus because you believe in yourself. You support yourself. You rep yourself heavy. You go hard for yourself. So the other people who are also going hard for you and also showing love, it's just like having a glass that's full and all that extra love makes it run over. That's what it should be. All that extra support makes it run over. I feel like there's a lot of people who feel like they need a support system before they can pursue their dreams. That's not true. You are your support system. You are your first believer. You are your first fan of yourself. Other people will come, but waiting on that support from everybody is really going to hinder your growth. So just to shift gears a little bit, I want to talk about acting on emotion and being emotionally unavailable. Recently, I found myself in a very emotional space and not sad emotion, but angry. Like I found myself so riled up that I really, really did step out of myself. Like when I tell you I don't play about my respect, I really went up. And I knew I could have gone even more up, so I I had to seek out support from other people so that I would not cross any boundaries, you know, that I've set for myself. And in the moment, it felt good to unleash all that anger that I felt. But after, like a couple days after, I felt like, damn, I kind of relapsed a little bit because I feel like I've been growing this whole time. and. It kind of hit ahead with something. And I was like, I'm really about to step back into the person that I wasn't trying to be. And I kind of did. And I'm not proud of it. But it, it really is a learning lesson that growth is always forward. It's always continuous. It's not something that just stops, you know. And it's okay to fall back sometimes. You know, it's okay to take a stumble or a step back. But you have to get up and realize, okay, 
I recognize that I did that. I recognize that I stepped back into a space that I didn't want to be in. What are the steps? What do I need to do now to move forward on the path that I wanted to be in? Like I've gone astray a little bit. How do I get back on course? For a long time, I felt like if I showed my emotions, I would be perceived as weak. Specifically, I felt this way from a professional standpoint. So the me that my friends get or my significant other, my family gets, is not necessarily the me that my coworkers get. I have this wall up built around me to protect myself. I try to demand the respect that I know I'm owed or I know that I deserve. And a lot of times, especially being a Black woman in the workspace, That can be perceived as angry. That can be perceived as standoffish. That can be perceived as rude or mean. And it's taken a lot for me to be like, okay, I have to be receptive to how other people are receiving me. You know, I saw this meme that was really funny to me. It was like, you know, Sagittarius, how they think they're coming off versus how they're actually coming off. And it was like something soft and dainty, but how it actually was coming out was like a fire-breathing dragon. And I'm like, you know, I'll be the first person to admit that my tone sometimes is a little off. But a lot of the times it's very unintentional. A lot of the times I'm just being assertive and I can't do that because I'm a woman or because I'm a Black woman or because... The person who I'm being assertive with isn't used to having someone speak to them that way. So I have to be like, okay, you know, everybody can't handle that level of of honesty or that level of assertiveness. Don't get me wrong. I don't ever want to confuse like being honest with being rude. You should never be rude. You should never be mean. With that being said, I have stepped into spaces where I was mean and rude. And 100% out of defense, 100% out of now I'm in like protective mode. Now I feel like I have to protect myself, which is another reason why I'm like, okay, I have to put up these walls so I, I can ensure that people know that they have to respect me because if they don't respect me, then I'll just step into the space having to defend myself all the time. It's really like a weird paradox and I hate being in it because I sometimes I just want to be. I just want to be. I don't want to have to be the funny one all the time. I don't want to have to be the giddy one or super nice or super energetic in order to be received well. Sometimes I'm just chilling. Sometimes I'm not angry. Sometimes I just am tired. Sometimes, you know, I say valid things and people just don't like that it's coming from me or people don't like the way that I say it or I sound too sure of myself or I sound too assertive like it gets so tiring because as a black woman you can't really find a balance like you can't I can't even imagine working in real corporate America shout out to all my corporate America hotties baby I hope you are taking care of you I hope you are going to HR when you need to honey because I swear to ooh, and I'm transitioning into working and either tech or some sort of corporate America. So I'm like, you know, I have to work on these things now so that 
when I get there, I'm in a better space. And with that, being emotionally unavailable, that kind of ties into building up the wall, building up the defense mechanism to protect my own emotions. I've become emotionally unavailable sometimes. And I'll be the first to admit, I don't always know how to handle other people's emotions. It took me a long time to learn how to be there for people when they express emotional vulnerability to me because I don't know how to be emotionally vulnerable a lot of the times. I think right now I'm in a space where I'm working on being more emotionally available, which is a big reason why I'm not in a relationship is because I want to be wholeheartedly emotionally available, emotionally intelligent. I want to be vulnerable and not be afraid of that. I want to express myself and not feel weak or feel like somebody's going to take advantage of that and hurt me. But it's really hard. (laughs) It's an uphill battle. I put up a post on Instagram. And if you're not following the pod on Instagram, go ahead and follow at let me just say this underscore pod. Um, I put up a post that said basically showing emotion is not a sign of weakness. It doesn't make you any less competent, any less strong, any less intelligent or rational. That's for me as much as it is for anybody else seeing that post. I actually had a a weird conversation with a guy that I was interested in about how he had said something along the lines of women can't rule the world or couldn't be in charge of a whole country. Honestly, which women are in charge of entire countries with his dumb ass. Segway, but uh, yeah, he got cut off. Shawnee got cut off because <laughs> I need somebody who matches my IQ level. Okay, I love a reformed hood nigga, but I like one that knows like you know calculus and fine literature and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but back to what I was saying, he was like, basically, women are so emotional, too emotional to be logical, too emotional to make the right decisions. And I really hate when people say that because it takes so much away from people's right to feel and express their emotions. And then on another note, it takes away the idea that men have emotions as well, which I think is why a lot of men feel like they can't be emotional beings because they are taught that if you're going to run things, or if you're going to be in charge You have to be logical and you can't be logical if you're also emotional. And if you're emotional, then you're also weak. And I think that is crazy. It's crazy. I really want us to break free of those shackles so that everyone is able to express and and be transparent about how they feel. Emotion doesn't have a gender. It doesn't have an identity. Okay. Emotion is a show of humanity. It's a show that you are human, that you are a person, that you go through things. Things affect you. The world you interact with has an impact on you. So lean into that. And this is coming from me, who doesn't like to be emotional. I'm trying to work on it. Some people, I swear, will be stonewalled. There are people who haven't cried in years. Baby, cry! Cry. I don't give a fuck if you got to watch Coco. Cry. Okay? (laughs) Whatever you got to (laughs) do. 
<laughs> because, like I said, letting things bottle up and letting shit slide will cause you to have a meltdown. And if you are as crazy as I am, it might go up for real. <laughs> so the last thing I really want to talk about in this episode is Instagram. I'm not going to hold you. I might be addicted. I'm addicted. 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 Y'all know this? <laughs> I'm addicted low-key to Instagram, bro. Like, when I tell you I be neglecting my responsibilities, but that's also a part of where I am right now. I'm in a very unique space right now where the spirit of laziness tends to capture me and soon I will break free of that but Instagram plays a significant role because I will be on there scrolling and scrolling and while it's entertaining and I'm laughing it's kind of aimless and I'm like you know nah you really got to cut down on that Instagram sign but I feel like that's my only form of entertainment y'all feel like there's any like who really I don't know. I I feel like in the age of social media, I'm always on my phone. Like I'm always on Instagram all the time. But you know, it's an issue when it gets to a point where you're supposed to be doing shit, but you scrolling instead. Like that's an issue. So I'm trying to cut back on that. I might take a little social media break. I don't know. I've spent some time thinking about how I want to structure the podcast. And I know for a fact that Come November, I will be taking a break, like a mid-season break. So maybe I'll take an Instagram break. I don't know. Maybe I'll... No, because honestly, I was about to say for my vacation, I won't be on Instagram. But y'all going to get these pics. Y'all are going to get... Listen, the hoes are going to love this. Like, <laughs> y'all going to see me on the beach with these ass cheeks out. But maybe after that, maybe if I go on like a staycation, like a cabin trip, I'll be like, let me unplug. Until then, slowly, slowly, I will cut down on my Instagram usage. I can't even imagine TikTok. I heard the girl, I heard TikTok was like crack. I heard TikTok was like taking a motherfucking molly. Like, I heard TikTok was like that. And so I'm not, I'm very happy I'm not consumed in the TikTok world, but Instagram got me. Instagram got me caught up in a rapture. So I'm gonna work on my little addiction and I'll keep you updated. <laughs> If you're hearing this right now, you done made it to the end of the podcast, baby. And I rock with you. Like, you are the one that I really, really fuck with. I'm going to give a nickname to all the people that make it to the end of the podcast. Because <laughs> I know how I be. I be skipping through and everything. So, I appreciate you. You done made it. My parting words to you are, do not let anybody play with you. And don't be afraid to show how you feel. Work on it. Because I am. Until next time. As always, if you are not following the pod on Instagram and you would like to support, you can follow at let me just say this underscore pod. That's let me just say this underscore pod.